Welcome, kings and queens, to another episode of Unapologetic, your number one podcast. This is the show where kings and queens tell their legacies and on. So get ready for the gems to drop and pull up to the table because we're ready. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It's yours truly, Melly Mel, right here on your number one podcast, Unapologetic, is in the building. We are in the studio like usual. New year, you know, stepping out with new new people, new entrepreneurs, new organizations, new ideas, bringing them back to, to the world of today. So to, uh, to start everything off, I want to say thank you all for actually sticking with us from last year on the Unapologetic family. Um, of course, with ZG Studios, we know we, we love the support and we're growing each and every day. But for today, man, we have two out of the three founders of EBA is in the building. Now, I know a lot of people wanna know what EBA is and it's different uh, websites and, and apps that are dedicated to that name so we're going to have these kings tell y'all what it is themselves so no further ado please welcome the founders of eba welcome gentlemen thank you good to be here man i I like y'all energy man y'all seem excited i am (laughs) excited i love it man thank you for being on the show man um i know we've been planning this for what about three or four months since last year right yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, man, but you know, I told y'all, man, I'm keep my promise. Y'all, I have to have y'all on the show, especially because uh, Andrew, with you, man, how you put it, you you were so adamant about the whole creation of Eba, mm-hmm. and it was so so big to you how you how you put it. I'm like, man, why does it like this on the news or whatever? Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> right, thank look. You, you. <laughs> so I'm gonna get man. This is about this is y'all time, man, to to tell the world, man, to tell us, should I say, what is Eva? How it started, you know. But first, I want to give a little, get a little background of how you guys got together to, you know, come up with this idea of uh, creating this uh, app, should I call it? Yeah. Um, So how we got together, we're all University of Washington graduates. So my co-founder, Giovanni, he was my classmate. And uh, Tima, he he wasn't my classmate, but he hit me up on LinkedIn because we went to the same school. And he was doing his own thing at the time. He was doing like like an app called Roadie, Tima, right? Yeah, it was Roadie. It was called what now? Roadie. Roadie, okay. Yeah, that that was a, it was an app. Pretty much, I tell people think of it as um, Uber for roadside services. So mm. it was an app I was in the process of creating where if you got a flat, it was mainly to help people to supplement their income. College kids can um, make extra money outside of the classroom. So if you know how to change your tire, you can go take somebody some gas. If somebody break down, they need some gas, and you can run them the gas, and you can make some money in between time. Dang, man, I can do that now. Right, <laughs> yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. That's dope, man. 
So yeah. Tima hit me up asking about some um, input on his app, like how could he make it better? Right, and, right. and it was a good app, but like I was also like, oh, this guy is like really impressive. Like he's out here doing it. He's out here doing his own thing. He's kind of like me. Like there's this thing I've been wanting to do like with Geo for a minute. And that's that's kind of how we met, honestly. That's the short and sweet of it, right? Right. Okay, okay. So so you you guys are all going to the same university, just to give a mm-hmm. quick recap. And yep. you're taking like the same courses or whatever, or y'all just besides uh, the same study, should I say? It seems like y'all, you guys are all in the same type of realm of thinking. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the uh, beauty of it. <laughs> right, right, right. But you, you don't really, it, it's, it's more, it's like rare now. You know what I'm saying? Like opposites attract, but you guys yeah. are all in the same type of mindset when y'all came together to create Eba. Mm-hmm. Um, granted, one one of uh, Geo isn't isn't here. Shout out to Geo, man. I'm giving you a big shout out on the show. But um, how is this going so far since you guys started this this train? Um, it's going really well. We recently were in GeekWire. We were in Black Enterprise. Um, there's a few other things coming down the pipeline. So it's going really well this year. I think this year is the year where we're really like not trying to be like as quiet and slow about things. We're trying to go really fast. But for like the last two years, it was just we really valued like growing slowly, understanding what the customer wanted, understanding like what the ecosystem was like using our product ourselves to know okay this could be better that could be better oh here's a gap here here's a gap there so Hmm. yeah honestly it's going really well honestly so how are you guys okay so you saying getting feedback so have do you have um people testing out uh you guys app and then you have like a sit down or you have reviews that you look over. How is that? How are you getting that information from the public? Um, so it's kind of a mixture of things. Sometimes we sit down with people like and talk to them like via call because some people are just so excited about the platform. They want to help. And mm. so they'll just call me and I'll just talk to them and see what could we do better. Right, um, right use a lot of like contact form submissions to get an understanding of what people like want, what they want to see. Like we've implemented features that people have asked for like constantly and just looking over reviews, like kind of getting slapped around at first saying, Oh, this could be better. That could be better. One star There's nothing in my location, right. Working on that. Right. So it's, it's a combination right. of things, but like just overall keeping our ears to the ground and kind of listening carefully is like extremely important in this situation. Oh, wow. Okay. So all that uh, collectively gives y'all the, the, the information that y'all need. So, yeah. Okay. Okay. So how, how are y'all able to work together? I know each individual has their own type of uh, ideas that they want to implement, correct? So mm-hmm. for you, Andrew, like, what is it that you implemented that uh, your partners can't? like Timo can't implement that he will be like a piggyback off of, you know what I'm saying? Cause it's a partnership. So mm. you have to help one another feed off one another. How does that work with you guys? 
for me, I built a lot of the stuff. I'm like the software engineer here. So I built a lot of the stuff, but like I source ideas from both of them and they both have like really great ideas. Like Tima came up with the idea that like, oh, we should have an app because it's called the Essential Black Business App. That's what the EVA stands for, but we were a website, right? So it's kind of crazy right, right. to call yourself the app, right? And have no app, right? So right. like, uh, <laughs> Tima gave me the idea for the app and he gave me a few other ideas of things and like things we have coming down the pipeline and Giovanni comes with a lot of ideas and like um, I lean on them for just a lot of feedback on things we have implemented a lot of feedback on like hey have you been talking to people what are they saying like how do people like take this when you show this to people like what are you guys observing from the world because like my vision of the world is like my own right and i can only see so much but if you have three different visions of the world right it's it's much more expansive than just a single person's and i know tima has like a lot more to say about this too oh yeah like it's 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 one of those situations we we host meetings amongst ourselves a couple times a week so that way we're always touching base what we've been working on this week what we have coming up next week and stuff like that but we always make sure the information that we have, we keep it together. So say if I'm going out to interview a business owner, mm-hmm. I'll let them know, hey, I'm going to interview this business owner. So that way we're not all tapping into the same business at the same time to kind of keep right. that cohesion going. But um, it's it's mainly about having an understanding and and having that ability <laughs> to want to be critique and not get to like a lot of people oh you can't tell me what to do type of deal but we we have that hey if i'm messing up or you think see something different or it can be better let me know we're open to critique it and and making those changes without um just getting stuck at one thing and say no it has to be this way you know oh constructive criticism oh yes oh yeah it's a plus <laughs> oh yeah i mean because there's been things like because like 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 andrew says like sometimes i'll see something and my mind gets to working and oh we could do it this way we could do it that way and that's how like when i first met him i seen what he was working on and like low-key i wanted to work with him but i didn't want to come out and say hey man can i work with you so i was like <laughs> so i was just okay. maybe like okay this is what i'm working on and it was just crazy how it worked because I the same way like I reached I seen what he was doing I sent him a message on LinkedIn like hey man we going to the same school can we meet up and it was like we met up he seen what I was doing and he was just like hit me back I was like hey this is what I'm working on would you be interested and I'm like yeah let's go okay <laughs> because okay. I because well, I, I seen sense. what he was doing and I and he's good and so that's why I was like man I got to work find a way to work with this guy and so it's just that ability. And I let him take when it comes to the technical side of things, because that's his forte. I'm not going to jump in and try to act like I know what I'm doing. So I'm going to let him to take the, the reins and go with it. Now, if it's something like my side of deal when it comes to like going out, engaging with the people and stuff like that, getting feedback, talking to businesses, that's my like my background is in sales. And you could tell I love to speak. So, <laughs> so right. I usually would take that those sides of things and go with it and we kind of give each other that space to be yourself but not trying to change the way you work and and how you operate man that's a beautiful chemistry right there man i mean you know it 
we all know it because we're all men and adults, but we've seen how certain companies or corporations or teams, they they hit bump heads hard and they'd be having the most greatest and dopest ideas, but because of egos and who wants to be first and who wants to, you know, have they have the have the limelight, it destroys the whole platform. Exactly. And so it, it's, yeah. it's good to hear, you know, on a professional level that you guys are able to, you know, not just feed off one another, but step back when it's necessary without really communicating. You know what I'm saying? So it, that that is to me, communication is the biggest thing in the world. You know, without communication, we really don't have too much. You know, it'd be a one sided mm-hmm. thing every time. So for you guys to actually bring that up, man, I thank you all for that one. Because y'all need, whoever's tuning in, go on to tune in, check that out, man. Communication yeah. is key, as y'all can hear. But um, I want to go with the, when I talked to you, Andrew, you said something about the Afro, let me see, Afro Tech Convention in Oakland. Mm-hmm. So can you give us a little feedback on that? Like, what is that? Um, It is from, you guys know Afro Tech? Not Avertech, but Blavity. I'm sorry? Blavity, like the media outlet Blavity. No, I never heard of it. Um, so basically in general, they're like the black BuzzFeed, I guess, or like the black, yeah, the black BuzzFeed. Um, okay. But they do like a tech convention every year to get more black people into tech. They bring in like big companies like Facebook, Amazon, Microsoft, and just oh wow, like, they get yeah. big names, big names. Okay, yeah, they're big, they're extremely huge. Um, so like how Afrotech plays into this is that me and Giovanni went to the Afrotech conference in about 2018, 2019. Um, while we were there, we wanted to support some black-owned businesses because it's Oakland, right? Oakland's getting gentrified. We want to kind of help stop that in any way we could, right? Mm. Um, but when we tried to do it, we found that we couldn't actually find any businesses to support. Like there might've been like apps out there and things like that. We might've tried a few, but it wasn't, it wasn't easy to use them. Right. And so, yeah, that's kind of what inspired like the formation of this thing. Like me and Gio going back and forth on like, if we were to do something like this, what would it look like? And we went back and forth for like a year. Right. Just like daydreaming about it. Right. (laughs) <laughs> and it eventually came to the point of where like we can't really daydream on this anymore we we kind of have to do something because like nothing's been done it's been a year nothing's changed right the right. landscape hasn't really changed all that much so that's kind of how afrotech plays into it and that's kind of the origin story of the eva like yeah hmm. okay okay so man so so do you go back do you guys excuse me do you guys go back to the convention even now um we haven't gone back because of covid and everything um but we're gonna go next year because it's a wonderful conference it really is yeah and i gotta yeah man i gotta meet y'all up there man i didn't know that that's yeah that's, you gotta check it out so that's yeah that's new information for me so yeah. uh wow like, so next convention they should have us up there presenting <laughs> I hope so, man. And put and put this video up there too. Yeah. <laughs> Let them know. Yeah. <laughs> so, Tima, I got a question for you, man. Mm-hmm. So, what all you say you deal with communication. So, what are the types of 
avenues do you got are you trying to tap into with EBA besides just black owned businesses? Is there like a different like is it going to be like governmental? Is it going to uh, such as politics? Is it going to be, you know, uh, healthcare, education? So, well, we definitely we got a we actually just released another product under the EBA umbrella, which is our e-commerce side. So now we're we're allowing sellers, business owners that sell products online to be able to sell their products through the EBA. So kind of think of that as. not having to go through Shopify and you can yeah. sell your products on the EBA platform and all in one house. You can list your business, you can sell your products, you can do everything through the EBA. We also have yeah. other avenues that we discussed, definitely like getting into education. We were, me and Andrew was thinking about creating uh, a platform for homeschool, kids to get homeschooled and stuff like that, as well What's as teaching app? children. Yes, as well as teaching like financial literacy having um we're playing around with the idea of doing partnership with other black owned businesses that are in the gaming spaces and creating like board games and stuff like that for kids and teach them financial responsibility how to do that how to file taxes how to um wow all about credit and stuff like that because this is the type of stuff we don't get taught and sadly to say in our community we're not we're not growing up saying hey make sure you watch your credit make sure you you're setting yourself up for the future That's so true. we figure like if we start to create games where kids are interested in the game and they're learning at the same time it's almost as if they're learning these things without even realizing that they're learning it because they just think it's a game and we're setting up that way for the future to have a more successful future wow yeah y'all in a whole different realm i didn't think about that that deep when, <laughs> when would this like start in, in in terms of age like would it start like preschool starting off at kindergarten first i would i would say it would probably start at the age when kids starting to get those basic concepts of, of reading that way their okay. attention span and stuff like that is more intact because anything younger i would say too young they might not have the attention span to sit there or they might just ball the cards up or stuff like that we want it to be where they're actually no, okay, this is a game. I'm going to play the game and stuff like that. And then kind of like Monopoly. We grew up playing Monopoly. Right. Yeah, the and, longest game in the world. In the world. Right. <laughs> you be playing for days. <laughs> but a lot of things, if you really was one of those hardcore Monopoly players, it taught you a lot about real estate and you didn't even realize oh, it. <laughs> most definitely. Most definitely, man. That's that's awesome. Man. I, I never really thought about an app teaching financial literacy in the form of education educating a a children you know and then now that i'm thinking about it this can be used in schools as a curriculum yeah that that'd be awesome that'd be awesome you know you see i'm 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 giving you (laughs) ideas already man you know i we i'm a parent so when my kids come home they have a laptop you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? So most of the stuff isn't done in a book, sort of, sort of speak anymore, exactly. like it was for us. You know, you have laptops, you have Zoom calls with other teachers and the students up there, just in case. So today's world is more digital. Oh, so yes. That would be, I feel like something that I would, I would personally put my children in, especially about financial literacy, building up 
uh, your credit history, all that and, and above, because, you know, kids nowadays, they know more about cell phones than they do about themselves. Oh, yeah. They're more kids nowadays are more technically advanced than we were growing up. You have five year olds know how to get on a cell phone and get to YouTube and watch their shows. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, why not true. use that platform that they're interested in because they're they're familiar with it and teach them something at the same time. That's true. That's true. <laughs> and so this Eva was created in 2020, correct? Yeah. Yes. It was founded in 2020. So what was one of the biggest hurdles in 2020 for you guys to launch Eva? Because I, I did my research and whatnot, and I'm trying I was trying to compare it with another with other websites and apps that kind of follow the same curriculum, the same format, excuse me. Mm-hmm. And it's not that many out there. So what what makes EBA different from the rest? Yeah, um, that's an interesting question. And that's like a, almost like where we're at right now. So it's kind of a hard question of like kind of answer, uh, answer it to the best of my ability. Um, just starting from like a search kind of standpoint, like, we really want to have that dynamicism in search, like of knowing your location, finding businesses close to your location, giving you the distance to those locations. Um, so that's one thing, just also just like more information, better information, like better categorization, uh, keyword search, things like that. So search is like a huge thing that like makes us different. I think that's like one of the most important things when you're talking about a directory is like being able to find something. But from a grander scheme, if we like step back, we're moving away from just being a directory, right? We're like trying to move towards being the next Google for Black people, right? Ooh. If you look at Google, like you can search, but search is just the entry point into the customer journey, right? Right. Right. So you find you find a movie theater, but on Google, you can buy the tickets from that movie theater, right? And on in your Google calendar, it gives you a, a reminder that you brought those tickets and you know to go see that movie and you pull up your tickets on your Google wallet, right? So right. in that sense, we want to do that for Black-owned businesses. We want to provide this streamlined ecosystem for Black-owned businesses. We want to have this kind of effect, this EBA effect. When you see the EVA logo, when you see the purple, you kind of know what the experience is going to be. And it's the same across <laughs> the board for each business, right? Okay, okay. So, yeah, I guess that's how we want to make it different, right? And that's kind of why it's so hard to answer because, like, a lot of these directories are just directories. We're moving more so away from that. Mm. Yeah. So, will EVA have a uh, a video visual type of communication like here like we are now would it be for example if i need <laughs> one of you guys especially like for you andrew i need i need a website built i need a program yeah. created so can i click on eba and be be like well he's available he's open to a call can i call you can i video call you you know is it is it something that because inst- instant gratification is what the world wants now you know what i'm saying so it'll be in my in my mind it'd be a a plus for me to talk to you directly instead of waiting on a message because i'm not a i'm not really a big texter 
I, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I hate texting. I rather <laughs> call, you know, a voice is five seconds faster than I'm waiting five minutes for a response on a, on a, on a message board. Yeah. So is there something that uh, you guys could implement? Uh, um, it's like you're almost in our meetings. Um, right, right. That's what I'm thinking, like, I don't know if it's a question of can we implement it. I think it's more so a question of have we already implemented it and are we just waiting? Um, like I said, I like, be all bored. Uh, like I said, whatever Google can do, we want to do. Right, like we're right. gonna be the black Google. Right, so whatever you see Google doing, we're gonna be doing. And more, right? Things you haven't even thought of. But right, we've right. got a lot of interesting See, I, stuff coming down the pipeline. Yeah, that's dope. Because I have, for me, I have issues doing that with Google. Like, I have, yeah. I have certain meetings that latch out between my Google uh, video calls and whatnot. And it'd be some important calls for me sometimes. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just go to Zoom. But I'm tired yeah. of doing that. So yeah. that'd be, like, awesome to have an app. You know, instead of a website, if it, if it is it's both an app or a website that I can do it off of, because Google isn't really an app. You know, it's it's it's, it's, it's just a website. It's a web. Mm -hmm. uh, it's the internet itself almost. So to have Eva as an app, that to me that sets y'all at a higher standard, a higher yeah. uh, proximity from Google, because Google doesn't have that. Not yeah. not not doubting Google. You know, we all love Google. I tell my kids everything. Is is if it's Googleable, look it up. Yeah, <laughs> Googleable. So like that one. yeah, so it, that that'll be nice to say. You know what? Hit the Eba app, and, yeah. and then come talk to Dad. I, I don't probably, know. You know, I probably so, say this. Um, with that, like the Eba, like we're not looking at the Eba being a singular app. Um, the EBA is a platform. And from my definition, a platform is some type of system to where the businesses on that system are worth more than the system itself. Mm. And so from that perspective, like if we did have something like that, it wouldn't be called EBA. It'd be an EBA product. So, I mean, that's all I can tell you right now. But uh, like, see, you see, I'm pulling, I'm trying to pull. Yeah. The <laughs> yeah. I'm, look, I'm good at what I do. Yeah. <laughs> So I, I got another one. I got another big one. Um, uh, so you can't. You brought up a a dropping next spring gumbo food app. <laughs> so I was. You, yeah, I had to tag on to that because I love food. You get know what I'm saying? You know, I'm mm -hmm. a southern man, so food is the king of the, the way to my heart. Yeah. How, how is that being, is that going to be implemented in EBA or that's uh, like underneath the umbrella of EBA? Uh, that is an EBA product. It's that's all a, connected. Mm. It, it'll all be connected. Like you have one account, you can sign to every single product you might have with that one account, which makes the value of having an EBA account like that much more. But uh, it's going to be a separate thing Okay. Because like if you put too much in one app, I know super apps are becoming popular to where they do right. everything under the sun. But like, I don't, I don't know. I think that's too much for people. People want simplicity. They want you to deconstruct something from its complicated parts into something more simpler. They don't want five buttons that do everything. They want three buttons and maybe one button does two things. Right. That's true. Yeah. That's so true. it'll it'll be like a separate app. 
right? But it'll still be easy because you can still use your Eva account for that app. Man, oh, yeah, you coming with the right answers, man. I'm trying to catch you <laughs> off guard, man. I'm trying to catch both of y'all off guard. Hey, working for me today. That's all good. That's all good. <laughs>